Kia ora and welcome back to Kotamu Tamu, Stuff's new podcast, analysing Kopapa in Tao Māori. I'm Taurapa, Tao Māori advisor and Real Māori translator at Stuff, and I'm joined by senior Potiaki reporter Joel Maxwell. Kia ora, Joel. Kia ora, eho. We were last together over Waitangi weekend when we both went up north to cover events at the Treaty Grounds and Teti Marae. We hadn't planned to get Kotamutamu rolling again, but something big has happened, right? Yes, yes. I was uh, I was thinking we could have a bit of a break. I've been sleeping in basically since Waitangi, but um, then came along a certain thing called Te Matatiri, uh, which is usually a beautiful celebration of our kapahaka and waiata and those sorts of things. But uh, the porphyry changed things yesterday. That's right. Yeah. So Te Matatini, for people who are possibly unaware, is probably the biggest Māori event on the calendar. Uh, I mean, we, we, we already saw how massive Waitangi is. Imagine Waitangi tenfold. It's it's just a massive kaupapa for Te Ao Māori. And yeah, it is a celebration. It's a huge celebration uh, where kapahaka rules everything. It's, it's four days of full-on kapahaka, and this year it's been hosted in Tāmaki Makaurau in Auckland, and Ngāti Whātua Ōrāke, the hosts, essentially. The Pōhiri didn't happen at Eden Park, so the competition is happening at Eden Park, but we had the Pōhiri at uh, Ōkahu Bay, uh, and Ngāti Whātua welcomed on about a 1,000 people. And what did you notice about the Pōhiri? What, what sort of stood out for you, Joel? Yeah, the gloves were off. This was um, this is obviously a, something that's been simmering away in the background for years now. Actually, uh, it the porphyry became something of a confrontation or a back and forth, so to speak, between members of the homie we of the Tangata Fenua, uh, uh, Ngati Fatua Orake, and uh, some of the guests who are coming on the Manuhiri, uh, particularly uh, people from the Kingitanga, and uh, particularly um, Tukirurangi Morgan, who is a, a spokesman for the Kingitanga, uh, from Waikato, of course, the Tainu Iwi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he laid down some controversial kōrero, <laughs> to put it lightly, perhaps, and and it was not uh, not well received. To give some context, it was in response to uh, Joe Pihema, um, who was a, a spokesman for Ngāti Whātua on the Tangata Whenua side. He was the third person up, I believe, to speak at the Pōhiri, and his kōrero didn't really sit well with Tukuroi Rangi Morgan. Uh, they, were, they were talking about who is mana whenua in Tāmaki, who is... Who are the people with the mana to be in Tāmaki? Whose whenua is it? Who has claim to it? And Ngāti Whātua have gone through the court system. They've had their, their settlement. And the courts, the New Zealand courts, have decided, Ngāti Whātua, according to Tikanga Māori, you are right. You are the mana whenua of Tāmaki. This was brought up in the Pōhiri. Tukuroi Rangi Morgan did not agree with that. And he, he, well, he pretty much threw down that weddle. And he goes, you yeah. know. I mean, he, uh, he said, Kihai koto ihi hia ki te kōrero. Ka waiho ki te pākehā ki te kōti. So he's basically saying that they didn't want to have a proper talk with Tainui, with the kingi tanga. They just left it to pākehā and to the court system to sort it out rather than the more traditional ways. Yeah, and, and Joe was asked about this afterwards. And he said, you know what? We had to go to the courts because that is the marae of nowadays, really. 
that that is the, the new type of marae, and that is where things get settled. He said, you know, it wasn't actually just them that, that went to the courts. The, the government uh, decided this needs to go to the courts, and they laid it down for all Māori, Tainui included, to have their say, and the courts still came out in favour of Ngāti Whātua. He did say, you know, we knew that we were mana whenua before we went into the courts. We just wanted to test that the courts knew that we were the mana whenua. So a little bit cheeky there. But to be fair, you know, they did give Tainui Waikato a chance to court it all. And they didn't they didn't win that mana for uh for mana whenua in, in Tamaki. Yeah. So uh, uh, just to set the scene for the for the Fai Korero, let's talk about that um, just as an exchange as a beautiful part of Te Ao Māori, despite, you know, it can be a, a tense, uh, a tension-filled uh, period where people get up and speak from the visitors and the uh, tangata whenua, the people of the home, uh, mm-hmm. Marae. And, you know, it's, it, it, is, it is an area where there is the absolute deepest honesty and openness about feelings, isn't there? And I and yesterday, Tuki Morgan got up and I I, I saw him afterwards, uh, um, after the laid down the, after he laid down the kohanga, the koha, um, just mopping his brow. He was dripping with sweat after giving his kōrero. He was that focused on it. He was that emphatic in his speech. And it was, uh, I love seeing that, despite, you know, this was a tension-filled thing which distracted a little from Te Matatini, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, Te Matatini is really the place where you want to lay down these kōrero. There's no right or wrong place, but everyone is listening at Te Matatini Every iwi is interested in te matatini. So if you have a kaupapa that you want to settle, or at least you want to get out there and let it be heard, there's no other place to do it than the marae at te matatini. And as an example of what Tukuroirangi said, he, he stood up and he said, Whakamanua tia kingi hau uh, tuheitia, uh, te whakatina natango te mana Māori motuhake. So celebrate kingi tuheitia, the embodiment of mana Māori motuhake. And then he goes on to say, here are your people, we've arrived, they've come home to the bow of the waka tainui. And he, that's a really quite a cheeky thing to say, suggesting that the bow of their waka extends all the way from tainui out to Tamaki Makoto. And, I mean, he has his reasons for saying that because he did reference in his corridor um, a settlement between Portatote Fero Fero and Governor Gray back in 1849 uh, where where they signed a bit of paper to say, yep, uh, you know, here's you're going to have kaitiakitanga uh, or haumarutanga, I think he said, uh, or tamaki makoto. You're going you're going to have uh, the protection of tamaki makoto, and that was really the only thing that he was clinging on to as quote unquote evidence for his claim. Te Whero Whero, he was a former king of the of the kingitanga movement. He was, he? yes, yes, yeah. Um, obviously that drew see this is part of the Fai Kōrero as well to my understanding of it which is still quite elementary but the Fai Kōrero is not just people getting up saying a piece unrelated to everybody else at this hui and just sitting down again there is a pattern it forms a network of a conversation so to speak between tangata whenua and manuhiri in which they respond to each other's kōrero and so we had um, we had Joe Pihama stand up, but then we had a response from Tuku, which was 
you know, ripped into them. And then we had a, another response from the Tangata Whenua um, in the shape of uh, Te Kura Taiaho uh, Kapia. Yes. So after all of this was laid down, you know, clearly tensions are very, very high. Um, just to, to finish off Tukuroirangi's kōrero, he said, e ara mātou i te tauhau ki te pakanga, pai noa, pai noa, e ora tonu ana mātou i tēnei wā. We are not strangers to war. It's all good. We're still living. And that's kind of where he, he left his kōrero that way and brought over the koha. Now, the koha was a little kete, and this had uh, koha, uh, little gifts, normally money, uh, money uh, from every iwi that turned up to te matatini. Right, and the the idea of this koha was that it was going to be gifted to Ngāti Whātua or Ake because they are hosting Te Matatini. Uh, Tukuroirangi takes the koha over, lays it down in front of them, and then Te Kuratayaho unleashes. My goodness, <laughs> I <laughs> I have never seen a fight at all like this before, where he just absolutely lays it down in front of everybody. He he doesn't hold back. I'll, I'll, I'll put, pick out some of the corridor and I'll just put them in English. Obviously, he's doing this in, in Te Reo Māori. But um, he opens his corridor. Actually, I'm, I'm going to do this part in Te Reo Māori because you need Te Reo Māori. He goes, <laughs> E tuku, tēnā koe i o teka. <laughs> and what a way to open your corridor. Essentially, he goes, tuku, thank you for your lies. And just throws him under the bus straight away. Goes on to say, you know, Ngāti Whātua Ōraikei, we, we, they've never been under the kingitanga. Way back when, right until the very present day, they've had no kings, no queens. He goes, stop pounding home this narrative that he's everyone's king, everyone's king. He's he's not. And he goes, if you want to follow that, that's, that's your prerogative. But us, Ngāti Whātua, we're never going to be part of that. And he goes, if you, you know, those of you who want these lands, those of you who claim that Tāmaki is yours, Bring it on. Come here then. So um, he he was oh. not holding back. He he was furious, and you could see like he had veins popping out of his out of his forehead. <laughs> he was he was very staunch on his kopapa. Yeah, he's saying Nicky Nicky Mai, come bring it on. Bring it Nicky, on, Nicky Mai. He said that a couple of times. Yeah, and with the with the body action and the staunchness of his of his motion of his movements it was quite a thing to see and just watching it as I did on television what struck me was that they kept cutting away to this lonely kete on the ground the koha that had been laid nobody was touching that thing it was just sitting there on its own nobody wanted to touch it and it, because it was such an awkward situation as well um, to remove any any element of doubt uh, Te Kura Taiaho goes on and finishes up his court. It's very short court at all, but very much straight to the point. He, mm. he goes on and says, you know, so Tuku, you have shared your true feelings. We understand. Uh, and then he, he uses a sandwich as a metaphor. And he talks about how, you know, w- what are we supposed to be? Are we supposed to be a sandwich between you and the Maori king? What, who needs a sandwich? Why do we need to be the meat in the sandwich for the both of you? And he just completely does not agree uh, with that sort of idea, he says, "We'll never be in that sandwich that that you're you're sort of purporting to be." Then he finishes and says, which means, "Forget the koha, you've ruined everything. 
I'm done. Let's haka. And then his <laughs> his ope get up and they do an amazing haka um, just mm. to just to run all of those quarter like ram them straight down into the ground and just dominate really. Yeah, it was something. It was quite an amazing thing to see, <clears throat> and and it's also fantastic to think that these speakers. This wasn't planned. These weren't read off notes. This wasn't something that they came up with uh, last week or got a PR person to write from them. This is off the cuff. This is from their hearts and their uh, and their minds. And uh, just seeing that response just ripped off like that was was amazing to see. And I, I think for me, it also. And it was in front of the whole world. Mm. You know, it was in front of everybody. This is the biggest mighty event of the calendar, and these guys are getting up and going at it. Um, so it's pretty amazing. But uh, for me, it raises the question: uh, this sort of thing, Maori are dunked on regularly for being, you know, divided and complaining and at war with each other. But is this a bad thing? What we saw today, or is this? It's not a bad thing. Um... Just because there's disagreement doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. There's disagreement every day. You turn up to your job in your office, any, any one of us, there's going to be some sort of disagreement happen throughout the day. Um, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. This is tikanga Māori. The whole point of having pōhiri outside is because koira te wāhio tu, that is, that is the realm of tu matauenga, and that is the place for these kōrero to be thrown back and forth, which is why these types of pōhiri don't happen inside the Farenui. That has its own tikanga. It's supposed to be more peaceful there. Out on the marae is where these kōrero happen. So it is really just the part of tikanga Māori that this is happening. I mean, it's awesome to see, but mm. but it isn't a bad thing necessarily. Do you think it was bad that it was um, that it's... It's running alongside Te Matatini. Does it distract and or detract from it, or is it kind of appropriate that it's it's raised here? I think it makes Te Matatini what it is. I mean, we all know that Te Matatini is is a kapahaka festival, but you need the good, bad, and the ugly in order yeah. to make the the beautiful outstanding. And we are going to see some amazing kapahaka over the course of the next few days, and. They're just going to stand out now because we've seen, you know, almost the opposite, right? You can't appreciate the good without the bad. And I'm not trying to say that this is bad, but but you can see uh, the challenge has been laid down. Cool. Now everyone's aware of that. Let's focus on the kapahaka. Keep that in the back of your minds, but let's focus on the kapahaka. So I, I think they do go hand in hand. It, you, you need to have that happen. Yeah, and I think in terms, it is it's good to see this brought here. Actually, I know there was a high court case where uh, Ngati Fatua Oraki um, sought a judgment last year. I think it was in April that they got the findings from it, uh, where they had sold mana whenua status for Tamaki. Um, but uh, my understanding of that case is that they were, I mean, they were told you are mana whenua, but the the findings opened up the door for potentially other iwi to claim mana whenua status. Uh, Kiti Pukapu or Tamaki in the middle in the town centre there and other parts of it, mm. which was quite a massive finding really. And um, I know the iwi have raised concerns that this opens up the opportunity for iwi from all over the place to start claiming bits and pieces of others' um, whenua. Um, I 
once you open that up to multiple claims of monofenol status. So it's obviously that's really racked everybody up in this situation. Yeah, yeah. So um, we, we are going to have to see where this goes. Um, Tainui have said that they are willing to go to the Court of Appeal to to appeal uh, the manafenua status of Ngāti Whātua, but whether or not that's cheap talk, you know, only time mm. will tell. We'll have to see. Um, but there was one other standout thing for me in in the Pōhiri, and I'm not, I'm not sure if you saw it actually, but uh, there was an ope, one kappa, who turned up late. Did you hear about that? No. no. So... One of the main parts of the pōhiri is to welcome back the taonga, the trophies, uh, and they 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 come into the pōhiri and they sit at at Te Matatini for the whole duration of the competition, ready to be awarded to the next people. Right, that's the point of bringing the taonga back in the pōhiri. Yeah. Now Te Matara Iorehu had quite a few taonga that they were bringing back. The pōhiri started at eleven. Everyone got there at 11. The Kingitanga got there at 11. They came from pretty far. Te Matara Iorehu came in from Rotorua and they turned up late. They had Tonga with them, so they paused the Pohiri and they brought uh, Te Matara Iorehu on. Now, the commentary uh, on, the, on the television broadcast was that this is not the right thing to do. Everyone knows... You turn up at 11, if the king can get there, if King Itanga can get there on time, then there's no reason why you can't get there from Rotorua. It's it's sort of inexcusable that they turned up late and had to pause the pōhiri in order to get them on again. So there was a second karanga, wero, all of that stuff happened again. And it was oh. it was pretty embarrassing, really. What makes it even worse is that somebody died during the pōhiri and the commentator said, Koira te utsu o te takahi te tikanga. Uh, you know, that is the price you pay for for trampling on tikanga. And it's it was it was very, very serious. I mean, I've never been to a pōhiri where somebody dies, but imagine that. It's all part of this incredible thing to Matatini. You don't see something like this happening when everybody's turning up to a gymkhana, an equestrian event, a gymnastic event, or any other competition, a chess tournament in Aotearoa. This is something completely different, which melds all those elements of Te Māori together into a competition, and it's all taking place at, obviously it's it's um, uh, Eden Park, isn't it? Yeah. Where this is all taking Competition's place. Competition's going to be at event. Eden Park. <laughs> One last thing too, I saw at the very end of the Pōwhiri after uh, the, the Tangata Whenua had spoken, I think it's Selwyn Parata got up, he's the chairman for the um, for Te Matatini, he was the final speaker that I saw and he was he was asking politely that um, the Tangata Whenua take the um, Keti, take the koha and I guess trying to calm things down after the all of the uh, the action that had happened at the Taumata there, so it was left to him to wrap things up and try and uh, still, the water, so to speak, after they'd been, uh, yeah, the, after there'd been a bit of action. The last I saw of the koha, and I don't know if it's still the case now, but the last I saw was that it was picked up by somebody from Ngāpuhi, and they are looking after it uh, for the duration of Te Matatini. And the idea was that the koha would be given to the whānau of the person who died at the Pōhiri. Now, I'm not sure whether right. that's actually going to happen, but I think that's a really nice gesture if it does happen. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just I just can't get over seeing it. They kept cutting away. Every five minutes, here's this lonely kitty on the ground. Nobody's touching it. And it was such a, a, a symbolic thing, seeing it there untouched. Um, so, yeah, it was... A lot of action, a lot of excitement, and that was that was the porphyry. We haven't even hadn't even got to that stage to any haka. That's uh, right. Apart from the haki. Nobody had stood on the stage. Nobody had stood no. on the stage at that point. <laughs> so, big drama at the start of the Matatini. We'll see how the rest of the of the competition unfolds. Hopefully, there's no more drama. Hopefully, there's just beautiful kapahaka uh, happening. Yeah. But you know, only time will tell. We'll have to wait and see what the results are and what people make of the judges' comments, I guess. Yeah, and whether Tematara Iorehu will take back the taonga that they turned up late with. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe next time they'll return them on time. Yeah, apparently their bus did break down, but even so, you should have a plan B. Anyway, kia ora everyone. You've been listening to Ko Tamu Tamu Stuff's podcast, analysing Kopapa Māori in Tao Māori. We'll be dropping fresh episodes soon, so keep an eye out on stuff.co.nz for updates and for great coverage of Tower Māori all year round. Thanks to our audio production team, Connor Scott and Chris Reed, and thanks very much for listening. Koto katoa, mā te wā. Mā te wā.